0: I don't often share much commentary on the Bible readings because I want the Bible readings to speak to you directly. Raw Bible, as it were, raw word. But John 14 is dynamite in the Greek sense of dunamis, the power of God. And there's so much in there that God is saying to us today that I just wanted to press pause and spend a bit of time with you sharing my thoughts. Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, has gone. And as soon as he went out, there was a switch Jesus said, now I can reveal the new covenant to you, the new commandment. And as we move into chapter 14 here, it begins with these amazing themes. The first theme is one that's echoed in the chapter. Don't let your heart be troubled. Isn't that a fascinating thing to say? Don't let your heart be troubled, as if you and I had a choice. I don't know about you, but I have to battle with many troubling thoughts every day. And Jesus is saying to us here, Don't let your heart be troubled. Later he's going to say, neither let it be afraid. Wonderful permission to be free from trouble and fear. Then there's the promise of a new home. I've never had a home of my own. Obviously, when I was growing up, I lived in the family home, but I haven't owned a home since then. So I understand when he says foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the son of man man has nowhere to lay his head. I'm not homeless, I've got shelter, but Jesus is offering us an eternal home here, like eternal life. He says, in my Father's house are many homes. If it weren't so, I would have told you, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, I will receive you to myself, that where I am, you may be there also. How about that? What a wonderful promise. I don't know what you're going to go through in life, what trials, what you will win and what you will lose, what things will be taken from you and what blessings you will have. But there is this eternal promise of eternal rest in our eternal home, enjoying eternal life with our eternal Lord. And then we have the absolute exclusiveness of Jesus. Jesus says, you know where I'm going and you know the way. And Thomas says, Lord, I don't know. Where are you going? How can we know the way? And Jesus said, those fantastic, well, not fantastic, they're utterly credible words. I am, ego, Amy, Yahweh. I am the way, the truth, and the life. The definite article, the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one comes to the Father except through me. I'm going to say it again. No one, no one comes to the Father except through me. It's very cool and fashionable at the moment to believe in, in comparative religion, how all paths lead to God—that is not the Christian message. The Christian message is that there is only one way, one truth, and one life. Buddhism has got lots of amazing things in it. In in Islam, Sufi stories are very edifying. You know, every religion has amazing wealth of wisdom in it. Yet Jesus has this. Truth in him, where he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And that's that's difficult for us not to take seriously. Why would I not want to take it seriously? Of course I want to take it seriously. Jesus has chosen you, and he's chosen me, and he's revealed himself to us by the, the power of his Holy Spirit, by the revelation of his Holy Spirit. And we must realise that this is an exclusive faith. Open to all. Nice little paradox there. Oh, and then Philip says, Lord, shows the Father, and that will be enough for us. And Jesus said, look, I've been with you all this time. You've seen the Father. And that's what we need to be able to say somewhere along our discipleship journey. Look, have I been with you so long and you've not yet seen Jesus? And if you see Jesus, you see the Father. Because the Father is in Jesus Jesus is in me by the Holy Spirit. And if you don't believe that, believe by the works that you see. I hear these amazing miracles happening in other parts of the world, other parts of the world, in Africa and Asia, You know, in places where perhaps materialism is not getting in the way so much. And it saddens me that here in the West we're not seeing these works because Jesus is equally unambiguous here. Let me read this bit to you. You know, when Jesus says most certainly, it's like, wake up, listen, most certainly I tell you, verse 12, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and he will do greater works than these, because I'm going to my Father. Because the Holy Spirit has come now, because Jesus has been glorified and was able to send the Holy Spirit, we should be living a Jesus-like life. That's what's offered to us. What a f- wonderful I keep going to say fantastic there is not fantastic at all. Fantasy is, is dreamland. This is reality. Whatever you will ask in my name, I will do it. Whatever Whatever you will ask in my name, I will do it. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Answered prayer, miracles, the gifts of the Spirit glorify the Father in the Son. If we're not living that life, we are not glorifying the Father in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And then of course there's the lovely part of the deal which is on us. If you love me, keep my commandments. And his commandment is is to love one another as he loved us. And I will pray to the Father and he will give you another counsellor the Holy Spirit is my mentor. The Holy Spirit is my coach. The Holy Spirit is your mentor, your coach, your counselor, your advocate, the one called alongside to help you. The one from whom your innermost being can flow those rivers of living water. The one that will slake your thirst, quench your thirst. Because he said, if you drink this water, you will never thirst again. That he may be with you, forever the spirit of truth jesus has said i am the way the truth now we get the spirit of truth now we get the spirit of the way now we get the spirit of life the spirit of wisdom whom the world of course can't receive because unless you're born again you cannot see the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of god and then a word series of words that has burned into my heart for many many years decades i will not leave you orphans I will come to you. If you wonder what's been going in, going on in these 2,000 years since Jesus ascended, the Holy Spirit is here. He has not left us orphans. He has come to us. And here's the promise. Because I live, you will live also. In that day you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. Oh, these are the very words of God. And then he says, Going back to the message of the the home, home in heaven, but also a home on earth. Jesus answered him, if a man loves me, he will keep my word. My father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. At home with God. Amazing. The word which you hear isn't mine, but the father who sent me. I have said these things to you while still living with you. But the counselor, the coach, the mentor, the advocate, The Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. These are extreme sayings, aren't they? The Holy Spirit is my teacher. He teaches me all things, not just the Bible, all things. And he reminds us of all that Jesus says to us. For Jesus says here, and will remind you of all that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, I give to you. Don't let your heart be troubled. Exactly the same phrases we started this chapter with. Don't let your heart be troubled. Neither let it be fearful. We must have faith that Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. And what we ask the Father for in his name, he will give to us so that he might be glorified in the Father and the Father in him and him in us. It's this wonderful, wonderful, wonder-filled relationship. I'll finish with another thing he says. You know, when Judas went out and Satan entered into Judas, sad and terrible though that it is, that was the switch. And I love what Jesus says about the prince of the world. He said, I will no more speak much with you, for the prince of the world comes, and he has nothing in me. And that's what we're moving towards in our faith as well. We're not of the world. The devil has nothing in us. He has no claim on us. He has no right to our material. He must give back sevenfold everything he's stolen from us. We must do the works of our Father, which are the works of Jesus, which are the works of the Holy Spirit, which are the works of God, the manifestation of the kingdom of God. This powerful God has now made his home with us and we will live forever with our own home, with him how wonderful is the living god and as jesus says at the end of this chapter arise let's go from here for that part of the 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 mission that he had there on earth i think that's a word to us as well let us arise church let us arise christians let us arise christian listening to this let's go from here let's move on further on further on with god deeper with god deeper with the spirit And let the wonders of the kingdom of heaven unfold through our words, through our actions, through our lives. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.